You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. He's back, so okay, Al, hit it. Ah, the dulcet tones of a mechanic with his hand stuck in the door. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's Dave's Corner Garage, and of course, my name is Dave Redinger. Today, we've got a really busy show. OPP Sergeant Terry Schmidt is going to join us. Um, we're going to talk about uh, giving tickets, I guess, during COVID-19. Mark Silverman from Young Steel's Ford and Lincoln is going to be talking about servicing cars during the pandemic. Uh, David Tate, he's got a new system for fogging the interior of your car. So if you want to make sure that thing is sparkly clean and void of any... Uh, Bad. Viruses, bad yeah, things, viruses, yes. right? Uh, he's got a system. It's not expensive, 35 bucks to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Schnuschlu, we know our car generator guy. Well, he's coming back, and we're going to be talking about uh, producing power when nobody has any. Since we can't go for regular holidays anymore, we can rent RVs, and apparently they're hard to find, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you've got one out there and you need power, especially if you're going to go to a site that's not a, a, a service site, you need electricity. You know, you're going to want to stay in contact. You're going to want to keep your fridge full. And uh, Jonathan's got a, a special on for just listening to the show today. Dave? You know, what's interesting is that uh, the, the, the hottest things in the marketplace right now are RVs and bicycles. That's uh, yeah, the bicycles hottest thing big. in the market. Well, John Torrey seems to think everybody's got one. A bicycle or an RV? (laughs) A bicycle. (laughs) And he's putting lanes together, special lanes, because we need less place to drive our cars, right? That's exactly right. Why don't you do what I do? Just get a smaller car. Yeah. That way I take up less room. Anyways, the bottom line is we hope you're enjoying the show. We'll be right back after a few messages, and we'll be talking with uh, Carrie Schmidt from the OPP. We're back. My uh, name's Dave Redinger, and I'm with uh, Carrie Schmidt on the phone, our favorite sergeant from the OPP. Carrie, uh, Wednesday is Canada Day. What are you expecting? Wow. Pleasure to be here right now. You know, we're getting the summer weather. It's coming. It's, uh, we're enjoying it. It's going to be a hot and steamy weekend, and I hope uh, summer vacation is going to be as good as it's ever been. Uh, there's so many people that are anxious to get out of their house okay. and get out of their areas and go shopping and go to stores and malls and beaches. But uh, with that comes traffic, and with that comes people having fun. So, you know, this Canada Day, we're going to be focusing on safety like we always do, but really prioritizing life jackets in the water, helmets on the trail, and seatbelts in your car. Uh, those are the items that are going to save your life if you're involved in a collision and, uh, and you need that protection to uh, keep you safe. Terry, I have a question. You guys are on the water as well. Um, what are we supposed to be doing in terms of social distancing in a boat? How do you do that? Well, again, uh, you are allowed to have uh, people within your uh, community, within your household uh, together. You know, those those uh, restrictions are uh, relaxed in, in terms of being together because you live together. You're in the car together. You can be together. We are not checking boats to see if there's people from different households, uh, if they're uh, they're together. You know, some boats, obviously, you're not going to be able to 
maintain that uh, two meter distance if you're fishing or or tubing or doing your uh, having some fun on the water. So uh, we just want you to be smart. You know, consider and, and follow the recommendations of public health and just be careful out there. But for us, our, our priority is safety. So if you're in the boat, make sure you get the life jacket on. And that's what uh, that's our biggest issue is. Carrie, has your world changed because of COVID-19? I think everyone's world has changed. Everything yeah. is different. Our, our job has uh, has changed. It's refocused on a lot of different things. Traffic volumes have been much lower on the on the traffic side of our uh, job, but we've seen an increase in aggressive driving and street racing and stunt driving and those kinds of issues. You know, we are still uh, very busy with a lot of different uh, uh, programs that we're going through and trying to keep our messages you know, out in the forefront and make sure people understand the consequences of poor decisions. There's so many more pedestrians and bicyclists out here now because of the summer weather. And, uh, you know, we're just anxious to get out and enjoy the uh, fresh air. So wherever you are, please uh, consider what you're doing and just think about your actions and how they can have uh, serious consequences. There was an article in American television that people have forgotten how to drive. (laughs) because <laughs> they've been out of their car for so long yeah. that their their habits have, have changed. Well, again, we always want people to, uh, uh, and drivers, you know, think about their, their lanes, think how they're sharing the road with others. You know, again, you're sharing the road with uh, trucks and, and transport trucks and uh, other smaller vehicles, bicycles and pedestrians, and, and you're in the middle of that, and you have uh, enough energy around you that can, easily cause significant or even fatal injuries if you're involved in a collision with a a cyclist or a bicyclist or a pedestrian. So, uh, you know, take your time. We shouldn't be in a hurry. We're getting into the summer vacation months. Uh, July and August are going to be usually lighter traffic than uh, they are throughout the year. But uh, this year it might be different. There may be different uh, patterns of people either leaving on vacation or not leaving or maybe doing stay vacations wherever they are. But yeah, we uh, just want uh, we want people to get home safely. Uh, we have a complaint for you from one of our listeners. Oh. Got pulled over, tried to show them the insurance on the telephone, and was denied. Really? Well, that uh, should not be an issue. They uh, there is regulations, and you can ele- you can uh, provide proof of insurance through uh, an online uh, method and. And, uh, yeah, you know, have that person follow up with me and I'll find out if I can give them some support on that. Perfect. Al? Question, Kerry. Um, you know, with, with obviously you're not social distancing when you approach a, a vehicle to ask for a guy's insurance and tag and whatnot. Well, um, you know what? Actually, we are. We are very cognizant of that. We do have PPE that we are wearing, and we're often going to be approaching from the passenger side. We're going to keep a distance as well. So, you know, there are times when we do need to uh, get uh, much closer and within within contact. But uh, we uh, certainly are aware of uh, the hazards, and, and we're going to be as socially distant as we can and still be effective in our job. A question. So now, will you ask me to remove my mask if I'm the driver of the car? No, definitely not. No, well, we'll, uh, we're not. You know, if if there's uh, concerns about your sobriety and we have uh, other issues and concerns about you, uh, but uh, we're not going to be uh, taking off uh, your personal protective equipment uh, from you at all for any reason. 
Oh, that's great. So uh, I don't have to worry about getting infected by <laughs> somebody else. Well, well, exactly. You know, it, it's safe for us and it's safe for you. You know, again, these droplets, however they work, I'm not a public health expert, but you know, that's why we're wearing PPE when we approach. And uh, if someone else is wearing PPE, that is uh, totally cool. And uh, we certainly want to make sure people are are safe and we're not going to change uh, their protection just for our conversation. We can still talk to you and, and have a have a discussion even with our PPE on. So, Kara, are you wearing like a plastic mask, uh, like a like a shield? Uh, no. Well, we do have shields. Uh, we do have a surgical mask. We have gloves. Uh, we have lots of hand sanitizer and wipes that we are always cleaning our vehicles down and making sure that we are. Uh, you know, safe and uh, prepared for the job at hand. And obviously, if anyone feels unwell, they're going to be going home and staying at home. So uh, yeah. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. So uh, I hope to stay in that position as well and, and not but get sick. We have later coming on the show with David Tate, and they have a system where they actually fog the interior of the vehicles uh, to clean them. Yeah, I've seen that, and I don't know how, how it all works there. We have different uh, cleaners that we use for our vehicles and, and all our uh, high point, high touch points are being disinfected and cleaned on a very regular basis. And uh, we do have experts that come in as well, but yeah, very, very co- conscious of uh, what we need to do to make sure that if someone comes into our vehicle, uh, someone is uh, a witness or an accused or is arrested uh, before anyone else goes in the backseat, uh, that vehicle will be taken out of service, be uh, detailed and cleaned and disinfected before it returns to the road. Fascinating. Has there been any spike in, in officers being affected by, you know, by COVID? Well, at the very beginning, we had uh, officers that were coming back from travel and, and international destinations, and, and we did our self-quarantining. And, and again, we are part of the community as well. So if uh, we're not immune, and just like any uh, front responder, first responder, healthcare worker, or uh, you know, grocery store uh, clerk, you know, we are all in our communities, and we need to take precautions and be safe. And, well, they yeah, are. and I guess, and I guess, because you're using your own PPE equipment, you know, you're you're not getting it from the bad guys, so to speak. No, we're we're keeping ourselves uh, isolated and protected, and then we're using disinfectant as well within our vehicles. You know, lots of support from the organization to all our members all across the province, and uh, I hope everyone else is doing their their part to make sure that this uh, curve is flattened and this curve is uh, is gone, and we can get back to uh, whatever the new normal of our life is going to look like. Love it. Thank you, Kerry. Right. Thanks for joining us, Kerry. We do appreciate all the hard work you do. And, um, you know, stay safe, my friend. Awesome. My, my pleasure. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful weekend and a happy Canada today. All righty. Star OPP still work? Absolutely. All the time. If you see a dangerous driver, I just saw a dash cam video from a person calling in 911, and we had an officer arrest that person within seconds, uh, take him off the road. Uh, it really is uh, important how... You know why I pulled you over? Things. Hell no! <laughs> now you do. Now you do. Here you go. This is why. <laughs> Thank you, Kerry. All right. Thanks, guys. Kerry Schmidt's available on any 400 series highway. Just look for a black and white van at the side of the road and give him a wave. With all hands, not just one finger. <laughs> we'll be right back after these. As a matter of fact, I am a volunteer fireman. <laughs> we'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back. It's Dave's Corner Garage, and in this segment of the show, we're going to do a bunch of emails. Uh, we put in um, 
a request actually on Facebook, and we've got a tremendous response. And I was surprised how many older vehicles we got. It's amazing. Well, the newer ones, people don't have problems with. Yeah, well, you know what? There's a there's a fellow with a '97 Ford Expedition with a 5.4 liter engine. Yeah, has approximately 155,000 kilometers. His last oil change. They found thick yellow sludge under the oil cap and down the neck of the filler tube. He was wondering what caused this, and the mechanic said it was caused by condensation. What's his solution? Well, there's not really a problem as far as I'm concerned. I mean, what he's looking at is, you know, in oil, they put in a detergent. The detergent is there to keep the piston rings clean and the, everything inside the engine nice and sparkly. And if you don't drive an awful lot, what happens is, is that oil, uh, the detergent will start to foam a bit and uh, it can collect in the tube. And, and if you drive it a lot, you don't see it because the engine gets to operating temperature quicker and it'll just it'll evaporate all that stuff. But if you don't drive a lot, um, you will see this buildup of sludge, this yellow stuff. But I, I don't think it really needs attention at all. Dave, is there anything to worry about? This is, I think he should be maybe doing more oil changes, maybe increasing the frequency of his oil changes. Um, it can't hurt, but um, it all depends. I mean, he's, he's got 150Ks on it. It's still running. Yeah. So, you and know, look, guess, it's, and it's a 97. Where are we now? I mean, they, they must be like 30 years old. So. And and when you turn 97, you'll have like yellow stuff coming outside of your mouth too. <laughs> <laughs> I see what's happening now. Oh, yes. mm, pass the bagel. Pass wipe the, the wipe the slop off your chin, would you? Come on. Ooh. All right, next question. Stump the next star. Next question Dave. is: I have a Dodge um, Avenger. The engine car has 190,000. Excuse me a second. 190,000 kilometers on it. Mm-hmm. When the engine started up, it's cold. It goes into high idle for about 30 seconds, and then the idle drops down to about 700 RPM for about five seconds, and then goes back into high idle. Does this mean that the engine needs to be tuned up? I don't know. Period. That's the answer. <laughs> well, the first thing I would ask if I had the car in the shop or what we would do is is check to see if the engine light is on, okay? Yeah. Because if you have a bad temperature sensor or a coolant temperature sensor, it will make the car do all kinds of things as far as funny idles. Um, of course, you want it to idle a little bit faster when it's cold, but it should have obviously come down and stayed down. Um, so it could be that you've got a bad temperature sensor, especially if the light is on. But it, it could be something – it could be just that the, the coolant level is too low because sometimes That's the temperature thinking, sensor, yeah. if it's not immersed, like if it's not covered in coolant, then it doesn't know that, in fact, you know, what the temperature is. So Dave? And, well, that and or could be a faulty thermostat, mm-hmm. right, where could it's getting a bad reading for temperature and it's getting uh, – um, uh, what am I saying is the, the computer doesn't actually know what the temperature of the engine is. Oh, that's right. The computer's looking for information, and if it's not getting the right information, it can't work properly. Um, and again, if it, if it is getting a signal, if the light won't come on because it's seeing that signal, albeit it's the wrong signal, but uh, you know, but and that happens in life. You know, you you try to adapt to the signals you're getting, but sometimes you interpret them wrong, and then you get in big trouble. You know, it's funny. Here's here's one which I find really interesting. But uh, I've I've run into so many. Th- times where people have put the wrong fluid in the wrong container. You know, they put the windshield washer fluid into the coolant container and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, I overfilled the expansion tank uh, under the hood of my car. 
It's about an inch and a half above the, where the line should be. Should uh -huh. I drain out the excess fluid in the cooling system, or is there a safety vent for pressure release? Well, in fact, the overflow bottle is not uh, pressure sensitive. In other words, it's just a loose cap on top, just like the same cap as would be on your washer fluid. Yes. Um, so, and, and there is a, a system devised in there to let fluid come out. So it, it's really nothing to worry about. Um, what will happen is the engine will push out the excess coolant that it doesn't need and it will return to a proper level. So nothing to really worry about unless they find that it keeps dropping below the, the, the low line and that which case there may be a leak of some kind, which they should check out. They have um, like, you know, if the engine is cold, there is a, a line that says engine temperature and, and on the bottle, isn't there? That's right. It says cold level and hot level. And uh, of course, when it's hot, it, it, it's higher and the cold level is lower. So if you check your car, and, and this is may, maybe how it got overfilled, is if you look at the level when the engine's cold, it's quite low in the bottle. Um, so people will think, oh, I better fill it up. So uh, they put in a liter. And then, of course, the next thing you know, it pushes it all out. Then they think they got a leak. But it's nothing to be worried about. It's nothing to worry about. So no. basically, uh, don't do that again. Correct. Okay, I got a question. <laughs> yes. I had someone call me because, you know, he brought his car in and it was relatively new and he asked that the tires be rotated. And we did it and give it back to him. And then I got a phone call back, you know, about an hour later and said, excuse me, if you've got a minute, I was looking at the bill and it says uh, you only balance two tires. Why did you only balance two tires? Do all four not need to be balanced? Mm. Well, I explained to him that in most cases, if you've got an imbalance in your tires, you would know it because when you're driving it on the highway, generally, you would you would feel a vibration. And of course, my question would be, do you feel it more in your hands or in your butt? And mm -hmm. at that point, that's how you kind of figure out if it's front or rear. Now, if you came in not complaining about it, you know, to sort of do the guy a favor and keep the price down, we would just take the two rear tires, balance them, and then move them to the front, put the fronts on the back, which you know are okay anyways, and that why you only paid for two rather than four. So it's a good way to save some some people money. You know what I've run into is is when I do a tire rotation, uh, the guy comes back and says the car's pulling to one side or the other as uh -huh. he's driving along. He's not running dead straight anymore. And I'm trying to explain to him it's radial runout. He's he's basically got a bad tire. Yeah, and then people, you know, will also try to switch sides, which I don't know doesn't yes. necessarily work either. All right, well, we got to run. That's it. So they didn't stump us, Dave. But uh, listen, after the break, we're going to be talking to Mark from uh, Young Steel's Ford Lincoln to find out what's going on with new cars these days. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. My name's Dave Redinger, and I'm with Alan Gelman. And joining us is Mark Silverman from Young Steel's. I never know if it's Lincoln Ford or Ford Lincoln. Mark, how are you this morning? Good. How are you? Good. Service world has actually changed since COVID-19, or as President Trump calls it, Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Kung Fu here too, believe me. <laughs> so how has service world changed? Well, basically, there's a, there's a few more steps that have to be taken now. We, first of all, um, we have to be safe in the building. So the number of staff that I have has uh, decreased quite a bit currently. So... Instead of 40 technicians, I'm working with 20 technicians. Wow. How are you able, Mark, to, to get through the – to do it all, though? I mean, well, you know, I, I'm sure the amount of work orders that you write 
is is almost close to what was there before. No? Well, it is. It's 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 getting there. Uh, I find that people are more tolerant now. People are mm-hmm. understanding, and people are getting the idea that you pretty much have to line up anywhere, right? Uh, to, to do almost anything. Uh, the same with the the lumber stores and the grocery stores. But well, like you say, I, I felt the same thing where, you know, because people aren't necessarily going to drive to work, you know, they, they're not in a hurry. You know, I'll leave you the car. It's no big deal. You can have it for a couple of days. It certainly makes our life easier, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. And at the other end, though, we can't take advantage of that. We, we have to make sure that we give them the service the best that we can. But the other side of it is we have a lot of um, a lot more steps now. In other words, the customer brings the car in. We now have to sanitize it so our staff are safe. So we sanitize the car. We park it. Then when we return the car to the customer, we have to re-sanitize the car to make sure that they're safe. Oh, so you have wow. to do it twice. It, we have to do it twice, pretty much. And and I think um, in the business, in the automotive world, I think that's how people are going to look at it, is how do we protect their uh, health concerns with their car. And the more we do, I think the better people are receiving it and liking it. Do yeah, you absolutely. find that you're changing your hours are changed too? Like either shorter hours or longer hours? Yeah. Correct. We did. We did. Uh, we did do some some changes in our hours. Um, we've opened a little bit later and closed a little bit earlier. Uh, that was um, to facilitate uh, not having so many people in the building at one time. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, to service the number of cars that we service, you know, eighty people that I normally have. Uh, is uh, is what it takes, and right now we're down to maybe completely in the building. We might be down to thirty five of them. Mark, uh, Mark, when this is over, ahead, when we finally get out of out of restricted, I guess it's 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 phase three and then phase four, or whatever. When it's finally over, how do you see the business has changed? Well, we just have to pay a little bit more attention. We have to pay a little bit more attention to the customers' needs. Uh, the technology in vehicles is getting more sophisticated as we're speaking. Correct. And we have to make sure that um, we have all the tools in place, including the safety tools for their health and the uh, the technology tools to make sure that these vehicles are, are taken care of. Alan? Yeah, Mark, I mean, you know, since we don't see the customer as often anymore, you know, we used to see him every every three months kind of for oil changes and whatnot. Um, I, I'm guessing the new technology has helped. But, but, you know, because of this new technology, what kind of service does that stuff need? Um, again, uh, that's, it, it depends on the vehicle. Um, mm-hmm. what happens is there's many, many, many updates. Uh, when you bring your vehicle in, one of the advantages to bringing your vehicle to the manufacturer, the dealer is that any software updates, which are very, uh, important are always taken care of. Uh, not to say that the, the, the outside shops, the, the, the reputable outside shops, they have the technology to do the same thing. So, as long as you're dealing with the right people and you're, you know, you're getting the right information for your car, the software updates is pretty much the biggest technology changes mm-hmm. and it changes on an ongoing basis. Tomorrow it could be a different uh, settings that they, the manufacturer wants in the car. So these are basically drivability issues primarily, yeah, then, right? It be, yeah, it would be not, not uh, you know, it wouldn't be your radio. It would be drivability, um, uh, fuel economy. Um, all new cars are mm-hmm. produced with the technology to be able to change uh, many things in the future. Now, how, so how, how much time, though, is it, in terms of customer pay as opposed to warranty, uh, how long are these upgrades normally uh, picked up by the manufacturer? 
Well, uh, most of them are usually three years, 60,000. Okay. And then if it's a, if it's an important safety aspect, it'll come out as a recall. And a lot right. of our current recalls now are software adjustments. They're not necessarily hard fix, not hard parts to fix. One of the, the issues that I was reading in automotive news was uh, the fear of having your vehicle hacked. And uh, they brought up new protocols where only the dealer can actually enter the computer of the vehicle for certain parameters. Otherwise, mm. you have to actually mm. be approved. Correct, Mark? Uh, correct. That, uh, you know, there's certain things that we have access to, but it is important. That, like, for example, the program a key, it takes 45 minutes. It's actually, wow. three, it's actually three minutes to do it, but the computer makes you wait 45 minutes so that there's you can't just sit in the parking lot and uh, reproduce a guy's key without uh, having to sit there for 40 minutes. Well, that's how long it takes for the policeman to get there, you see. Right. <laughs> if they show up. <laughs> if they come. But the technology, guys, is becoming something that, um, you know, us as dealers, we're, we're certainly well-versed at it. My guys are, are well-schooled. Uh, there's an ongoing... Uh, um, training process that all the guys here have to go through. And I think that the way of the future now is uh, taking customers, taking care of customers' needs, not only with their car, but their safe, healthy. Mark, we got to wind it up, but quickly, if people want to uh, find out more about where to get the best deal in town or book an appointment, what's your phone number? What's your number, Alan? Six three no. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is for you. Oh, okay. 905. 889-7343, Young Steel's Ford Lincoln, number one in Canada. And Absolutely Mark, amazing dealership. Anything special? I beg your pardon? And you get anything special if you say I'm a friend of Mark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get lots of specials if you're a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe, my friend, and we'll talk to you again sometime. Thanks. Take care, guys. I appreciate it. Bye, Mark. All right, have a great summer. Yeah. You know, right. when I was up there, it's yeah. absolutely a, a, a zoo. There's so many people, there's so much action, and it's so big. They just put a new showroom in for the Lincolns, and uh, it's just an amazing place. Can you buy peanuts, or you have to bring your own? No, Mark's into popcorn. If you go in his office, he's <laughs> popcorn everywhere. All right, got to run. After the break, we're going to be talking to David Tate of Elegant Motoring and find out how they're keeping your car safe. Welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman, and I'm up at my shop here being safe, you know, during this coronavirus. And Dave's, I think Dave's at your house. Dave, are you there? Well, somebody's at my house. I think it's me. <laughs> <laughs> now we have David Tate. He's from Elegant Motoring. And uh, they've got, you know, we have to clean customers' cars up after we give them back. And it's not a problem, you know, when the dash is plastic and the door panel is plastic. But when you got fabric and stuff, it's hard to do. You guys have come up with some amazing new machine that kills viruses, correct? Absolutely. Basically, we have an electrostatic uh, fogging machine. Um, mm -hmm. What we do is we put in uh, the chemical we use is, is chlorine dioxide, 7% mix. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's food grade. It doesn't leave a residue or anything like that. Um, and we actually spray it inside the uh, – we fog inside the car um, before we get in. And anything that it touches, uh, specifically viruses, um, what the chlorine dioxide does, it actually breaks the bond um, in the virus. So a virus is actually made up of uh, a bunch of bacteria. Mm -hmm. Get together, have a little party, and they create a virus. Um, so when we create, when we uh, fog with the chlorine dioxide, um, it basically settles on the virus and then breaks the virus down into bacteria, rendering it essentially harmless again. 
Now, how long does that take? And do you have to leave the car sit for quite a while or? Uh, no, it takes, uh, it takes us about 30 minutes or so. Okay. And then we let it sit for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, we turn the, uh, you know, the, the vent on the inside and stuff. So it circulates through the vents and goes through the inside and stuff. Um, David, is this new technology or is this uh, old technology being used in a different way? It's older technology being used in a different way. Yeah, normally you wouldn't necessarily use a fogging machine uh, in, in the applications that you're getting it uh, today. It's actually kind of moving down market just because of what the market's demanding with uh, with today's new norm with COVID, essentially. Um, so whether or not um, it, it's going to continue for the long term, we don't know. Um, but, uh, but right now you're going to get all these, like we're even offering it to businesses. So, um, like dealerships and, uh, and so on, when you have these massive, uh, even like, let's say for example, a grocery store, um, we'll go through the grocery store with the fogging machine and fog everything in the grocery store. So, um, that way it just decontaminates everything, kills all the, uh, viruses, and then they can go in and, and clean it safely. Now, if people want to come down to Queensway and see you, you're at 150 the Queensway, is that right? No, we actually moved at the beginning of this week. Our new address is 20 Jutland Road. Where's that? Uh, right by, uh, if anyone knows Top Gun Burger, which is a great spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're literally right beside them. Um, but uh, we're basically, I think, two sets of lights north of Queensway um, on the east side. All right, super. Yeah, and you guys do automotive detailing? Yeah, full automotive detailing, that's our specialty, um, and, and paint protection, of course, yeah. David, uh, your clientele, now it would be like a rental car company or, or a fleet company, somebody where there's a lot of drivers on a single vehicle? So, exactly, yeah, we're getting a lot of both. We're getting, um, you know, your regular everyday customers that just want to keep their car clean, maybe they're a real estate agent or something like that, and they have clients in the car. Um, in other cases, we're having situations where uh, it's an Uber driver who has a lot of people, taxi cabs, etc. cetera. Um, and then you also have the fleets, yeah, uh, people like, uh, uh, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, like a trucking firm. And you have multiple drivers that are in the same using the same vehicle switching out. So how often would you do this? Um, so we're recommending that people do it approximately once a week um, okay. for for fleet operators just to keep their staff safe. It's not a lot of money. You're talking like thirty five dollars. So it's not uh, especially for for a, a large business that might have a fleet. It's not a lot of money to spend um, for Uber. For Uber drivers, you know, if they feel a little nervous because a particular customer got out of the car that might not have been wearing a, a mask or something, and they cough or sneeze or whatever, uh, maybe they feel more comfortable just come in, spend the $35, call it a day. Can you see um, this becoming a, a mobile service? Uh, absolutely, yeah. We're, we're mobile more for when it comes to um, uh, real estate. So if we're going through in a dealership or a mechanic shop or a grocery store or something like that, it works out. It's pretty cheap as well. You're talking uh, 14 cents a square foot. So you're in a 10,000 square foot place. It's not a whole lot of money. All right, David, do you want to give us your number just in case people want to give you a shout? Yeah, absolutely. 647-926-2886. Now, before we let you go, you also do a thing called a ceramic coating. Yes. Which is your specialty, right? It's, it's that coating they put on the paint. It makes it look like glass. You got it. Super hard, scratch-resistant, scratch not scratch-proof, but scratch-resistant. Uh, some of them have self-healing, um, high-gloss, and super-hydrophobic as well. I love the name, super-hydrophobic. What kind of <laughs> transmission is in that thing? Wait, it's super-hydrophobic. <laughs> David Tate, it's called 
Elegant Motoring, uh, Jutland Avenue, 20 Jutland. 20 okay. Jutland Road, yeah. All right, I know exactly where that is. There's actually a great cheese place down there. There is, yes, Global. That's exactly right. I know exactly, because my shop used to be around the corner. Dave, thanks for taking time. Thank you as well, guys. Have a great day. Ah, thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and we're going to be back in just a few minutes uh, with Jonathan Schlue from the Car Generator World. Welcome back, everybody. This is, uh, <laughs> what's the name of the show? Dave's Corner Garage, exactly. And on the phone, we've got Jonathan Schlue. He is from Car Generator. You may have seen him on that TV show where you try to get the people to make investments. What do they call that show? Dragon's Den. There you go. You were a star, correct? <laughs> yes, I was. I went on Dragon's Den uh, just a season or two ago, and it's completely changed our business. We we seven times our revenue just in the first year alone after we went on the show. It's That's been, great. It's amazing. And- and you've been hearing back from customers, I understand. They're really pleased with the product. You know, it's it's honestly, it's so cool. Just before I, um, about 15 minutes ago, I got a call from a customer in Toronto. He's a realtor. Um, it's um, Andrew Pateras. It's the Pateras, thepaterasteam.com. And um, he actually bought one of these units uh, about uh, maybe six or seven months ago. And he bought it with the home integration kit, which we sell, which is a really simple device that um, basically your electrician mounts beside your electrical panel. And then when the power goes out, you just plug in one plug and you can flip over all the various different things you need in your house. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was about three weeks ago. Now um, we actually had, he had a power outage. There was four, I think four or five transformers that failed in his neighborhood. And my wife and I were out shopping at Costco and I got a call from him and he's like, uh, he just had a question about using the Bluetooth um, functionality. And um, lo and behold, he was just a couple minutes away. So I actually dropped by and, you know, he was running car generator. He was running it on his uh, wife's Lincoln um, car. And we also tried it later on. He's got a super nice uh, Audi um, sedan and we ran it on that and it was great. And, and then today he called me because he just had his electrician install that box. So when the power had gone out, he had to run extension cords everywhere and pull out the fridge from the wall, and it was a real pain. But uh, now that's all installed, so he did a test today, and he loves it. It works just just great. So that's so nice. Well, especially now due to COVID, you know, I mean, when your own power goes out, you kind of scratch your head, and, you know, you wonder, is it just my house or is the neighbor's house? But you don't want to go to the neighbor and have to bang on his door, and he's going to say, hey, socially distanced, get the hell away from me. You don't have to do that. No, that's really true. And and I asked him just off the top of his head, I said, so why did you buy a car generator? Why don't you just buy a regular generator? And the number one thing that he actually said back right away was just zero maintenance. And and that's that's really the thing is that, you know, you people, you pay about the same for this as you would for a regular generator. But um, the thing is, there's no maintenance. There's no maintenance ever to do on this. There's no oil changes to do. No worrying about will it start or not. If your car starts, it'll work. And well, you know, and, invariably, I mean, like I get phone calls and say, "Hey, Al, we also do chainsaws and 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 uh, snowblowers." And and I'm saying, "No, sorry, I just do cars." And and mostly it's because people have forgotten to do the maintenance. And of course, when they need it, it doesn't work. But with a car generator, you don't have to worry about that. You know what? Ten years from now, it'll work just as well as it does today. And and there's no moving parts. There's no maintenance. There's no things. 
Yeah, I kind of say it's like my uh, the VCR in the corner that's still faithfully blinking, uh, flashing twelve o'clock. It just hmm. it just keeps working. So. Yeah, it's a really, it's a great thing. Um, Jonathan, so, uh, the RV business is booming, so I guess that's a whole new market for you now. Oh my gosh, it's it's really, it's crazy. Um, we have an, an Airstream RV, and I am telling you, I'm so happy we bought that a couple of years ago now, because everyone now just realizes that it's the safest, easiest way to travel without worrying about, with a lot less worry about virus and catching germs. You're in your own mm-hmm. space. You know, and people love that. And now what we're finding is that people want to be able to, you know, go camping anywhere, even if there's not a campground and they need power for that. And that's exactly what Car Generator does. So it's actually really easy to do with Car Generator. I have a quick question for you. So you're out in the, in the woods and you're camping. Do you have to run this thing all the time or do you just sort of, you know, night is coming, so we'll, we'll fire it up and we'll run the car and we'll have lights and everything else. But you actually don't have to run it all day, do you? No, not not at all. Um, and that's really, I'd say most people, that's how they use car generator in a general sense. Um Basically, you know, in the evening, as an example, you're going to do cooking, you're going to maybe have a shower, you're going to, um, you know, you want to charge up your batteries for the night, use your lights and everything else. Basically, just start your car, attach car generator, run an extension cord and plug it in just like as if you were at a campground. And that's all you need to do. You don't have to drag out a hundred pound unit. You don't have to listen to the noise. It's very quiet, very simple. And you just run it for, you know, a couple hours. It'll recharge your batteries. You can use all the lights in your trailer. You can take a shower. You can do all those things. And you're not fearful of, oh, my gosh, we're running out of battery power. And it's it's really, um, it's just very freeing. If you, you know, if you think you need a generator around the clock, then buy a regular generator. That's fine. But if you just need, you know, some power here and there, it's really, really, really simple. Tell us about the special you have going on. So we have a really popular special that people love. Um, it's $100 off, and it's $180 in bonus items. So we have the special on. It's on our website right now. And basically, you get $100 off, and the $180 is a furnace plug kit, which is a plug that you would need to hook this up to your furnace um, so you can power and keep your whole house warm this winter. Um, a, an, a power meter, um, a power meter, uh, three-year extended warranty and free shipping. And we ship them directly out of Toronto by Canada Post or UPS um, with a signature required. So it's very safe. It'll arrive at your door. And it's very simple. And we also offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not happy with it, we don't. We prefer not to have your money. We act, we'd rather uh, make sure that you're super happy. And that's we're just getting testimonials. You can look on Google. We're getting reviews. People just love it. It's just a very simple product. Now, remember last time you were on the show, you were talking about some special plug that you had for RVs. Yes. Um, so we're including now. If you have an RV, if you have an RV and you um, request it, we will uh, supply. There's an RV plug. Um, you can choose. Uh, instead of a furnace plug, you can get an RV plug on there, and then you're able to basically hook it up. It's an adapter that you can just plug in, and it'll um, go directly onto your uh, standard 30-amp or 50-amp um, trailer connector, which most people have. Perfect. But then you can just remove it to hook back up to your house again after, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a really simple adapter that we're supplying with it, and then you can make it very, very simple um, to hook this thing up. And you can basically hook it up in less than a minute. So. 
the point of car generator is it's just 11 pounds. It's very, very light. And you can use it to power your trailer for camping adventures in the summer. You can use it to run your uh, furnace in the winter and your fridges in between and your sump pumps and all kinds of things like that, too. Just very simple. I got a whole new life and a whole new need for you. Oh, you know all those electric cars that they run out of juice? You pull yes. up with your car generator. Oh, you know what? I'll tell you. We actually got a call and we got several orders from California, actually, for exactly that. People ordered the car generator for exactly that reason. You're kidding. So no, nope, they can take a neighbor's gas car, whatever kind of you know truck or car or whatever they've got, start it, hook up car generator, plug in their Tesla or their Nissan Leaf, and they can charge their electric car using someone else's gas car that's nearby. So it's a whole new market that's opened up for us. As well, if you want to use car generator with your electric car, it works great on a Tesla, Nissan Leaf, Chevy Volt, uh, Bolt. There's so many different of the pure electric vehicles or hybrids. It works great with all of those products. And if you're listening to us from California right now, it's 1-800-750-4660. It's toll free. Call us right now. <laughs> Is that the real number? That's actually, yes, that's actually the real number. <laughs> that's actually the real number. Or, or you can go to www.cargenerator.com. But that's only if you have power. That's right. No, feel free to call us. We are happy to take orders by phone or you can order directly on your computer. It's just, honestly, it's so great seeing the reviews coming in. People get it. They love it. And the best is when they actually use it. And we hear, you know, I hooked it up. I kept everything running. I'm happy with it. That's, it's just so satisfying a couple of years later now after we've been in market and it's just growing. It's great to actually get that customer feedback to know that they love it and it works great. Jonathan, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It really is. So <laughs> cargenerator.com or that 1-800 number. Give them the number again. It's 1-800-750-4660. Dial right now. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Canadian orders at par. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you for taking time. Okay, thanks everyone. Have Great a product. Jonathan oh, okay. from Car Generator. It's cargenerator.com. All kinds of information on the site. All righty, we're back just to say goodbye. Alan, did you know that they're resurrecting all these old car names over the years? They've, they've been names like Jeep Gladiator, Chrysler Voyager, Toyota Supra, Toronto Pass, Honda Passport, Chevy Blazer. All these names are coming back now. I didn't know they went to begin with. Yeah, Toyota Venza. The new Venza is coming out this year. You mean it's not the same as the old Venza? No, this one is a brand new car. Toyota Land Rover Defender. I didn't know that name died either. Chevy Trailblazer, Chrysler Pacifica. All these are old names that they're reusing, rehashing, and bringing back. Oh, cool. Um, I, why would they do that? They, 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 they don't want to think of something more modern? and. No, I, you know what? I think what they're trying to do is set up a little bit of history for their companies and a little bit of a, you know, Harken back to the old times. I yeah. remember. I remember. I used to have one of those back in the old days. It, it didn't look like that little car. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't look like that. And anyway, the other thing was, you know, I've been driving my smart car all over the city. I can't take it north of, of Steeles, but right. I just drive south of Steeles anywhere you want to go, and I see lots of these little cars, little Fiats, little little smart cars, little cars, these city cars. You know, like it's starting to come early. I think that's the new trend coming. Well, though, Nissan Micra, they brought back. There you go, Dave, the Micra. Yeah. It, 
it was around and now it's back. It's a small car. It's a city car. Yeah. And uh, you could fit a bicycle by on either either side of the same laneway. It's absolutely true. And like uh, my big car, I hardly use it maybe on the weekend once or twice. That's it. It sits in the driveway all the time. All right. We want to thank OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt for joining us today. Um, Dave, how do you get in touch with OPP? Star OPP. Exactly. Don't drive stupid because he's going to pull you over for sure. We want to thank Mark Silverman from uh, Young Steel's Ford Lincoln. If you're looking for a brand new car, they got the best deal in town. And David Tate, of course, too, from... uh, Elegant Motoring called us with some great information. And if you don't own one already, exactly, give Jonathan Schlue a call at 416-523. That's the wrong number. Never mind. (laughs) Actually, you know what? That car generator thing is a fantastic idea. It just sits in your trunk, and if you've got a problem, you can help somebody. You you never know when you can use that thing. Exactly. And and you don't have to maintain it, which is good, right? And it's not expensive. I think it's like 500 bucks or something like that. It's really not a lot of money. It's actually great. So anyways, I want to take, thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been Dave's Corner Garage. Remember to keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down. Uh, we have a winner, by the way, for our contest. We forgot to mention that. Yes, Lisa. Lisa. Is, uh, was the winner of the uh, uh, CAA, CAA contest. Plus membership for a year. That's a great, yeah. great prize, too. And that brings an end to that contest. We'll have something new coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, so enjoy the show. Make sure you join us on our website, davescornergarage.com. And have a great weekend. Bye-bye, everybody. Who cares about the clouds and we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails to you. Till we meet again. Happy trails. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.